everyone, Nigel Bigby here. So good to be back. This is our third and final entry in our interview series with Alfred Buser and Speaker D, the creator and lead writer, respectively, of the internet series If the Emperor Had a Texted Beach Device. In this episode, we'll speak with our guests about diversity in Warhammer and the Warhammer Plus streaming service. I hope you enjoy it. With that, take it away, boys. If I could say one yeah. last round on this, I'll put this to bed, um, for me at least. Dungeons and Dragons has had a huge revitalization based on a lot of like younger, you know, you have LGBT people, you have fucking um, like a, a larger player base now of like, mm -hmm. you know, like women, like a larger, more inclusive player base, which 40K has been making dividends and et cetera. But when you look at what they're doing, you know, they have like, oh, tieflings, these weird multi, you know, like, oh, they have like this weird, like kind of demon backstory or whatever. And you have like, you know, all these elves and all on this, I'm, you know, all these different like wild, crazy races that you can really sort of immerse yourself in. And a lot of what the a lot of what people I think gravitate towards, at least in my experiences with hobby, they tend not to really go whole ham into the escapism fantasy of being like uh, an, an intolerant totalitarian fascist. They tend to look for other like like you know like means of exploration. Doesn't mean necessarily good ones, and that doesn't mean that like you know you should make yeah, there are, the Imperium less ways terrible. To be exactly, and, exactly, and, and, and like <laughs> people. I guarantee you, if it was there, people would fucking fall in love with things like the Eldar, or the Orcs, or the Necrons, or the Tau, or even like, you know, like like newer races that aren't necessarily Imperium focused. Like, I think what would be fucking awesome to see like, what do the Men of Iron look like in the 41st millennia? What's going on with them? Can we get like some weird like cyberpunk showdown kind of like new look, new spin to 40K? I don't know. And like, but I feel like that's a sort of player base that 40K is almost largely avoided. And I really think that like expanding on Xenos and tapping into that market and going forward with that, I think that would really like, that's, 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 a, that's a market that has proven itself. And I think it's one that'd be really that's receptive to the sort of self-expression that 40k allows even in this terrible horrible bloody grim dark dystopia you know they just need to i think push it in that way and try to get that demographic in in ways other than i think just making like like such a battle is a good step forward but i think that i think if they went whole ham on xenos you would have a lot more people more intrigued by that it's it's interesting we did touch on diversity in D D and, and role playing in, a, in an earlier episode and i i think there there certainly is a less diverse range of self-expression that you can get out of 40k like i know uh, i've had my my partner on a few times and and you know i would love her to get into 40k but she's just like i don't like the art style like you know it's really butch it's really uh heteronormative you know there's no it's only male space marines and you're absolutely right like if if you love that you love it but if you don't, it's kind of hard to find something that feels like a self-expression for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can I say it's, it's an easy, you know, fix. Just just do with Speaker D, make more interesting aliens. It's a good particular fix for it, I, I reckon. Mm. Why not? That's and, Skaven. Skaven. And again, Skaven. 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 40k Skaven. 40k Skaven. Squats. 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 What empire that isn't part of chaos and isn't part of the Imperium? They are just biker dwarves in space 
and they want to exist. <laughs> that's that's a show I'd watch. Yeah. But it's it's actually a good point too. Bringing it back to Age, <laughs> Age of Sigmar's done really interesting stuff with you know like like you guys mentioned diversity expression in its models, and I think they just oh, yeah. released like a like a, a bit set for the Cadian squad that includes a little bit more diversity ability, but like. There are models in Age of Sigmar that are female that are wearing armor that don't have boob cups. And I know I've had a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of conversations, again, with, with my partner and with other people around, like, how do you not take advantage of the female form in a way which is highly subjective to, like, a male point of view? Because, you know, there's a great meme. It's like a space marine. It goes, hey, this is what a male space marine looks like. And then it's the same exact picture and said, this is what a female space marine would look like. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's true, like in modern militaries, you have the same armor, you know what I mean? You have the same body stuff. So anyway, it, great points all. I know we've been talking to you guys for, for a very long time. So we've got two more that we want to hit. Tom, I'm going to shoot it over to you for our penultimate question. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, we may as well address the other elephant in the room. GW, you know, with the release of Warhammer Plus, uh, you know, they, they decided to give paychecks to a bunch of other independent content creators. Uh, so yeah. what makes you believe that GW hates you guys? <laughs> uh, I think well, it's largely start because... start off with... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's because Alphabusa is Swedish. I mean, honestly, yeah. I can overlook it. But no, I, um, I I think Alpha would be more intelligently answering this question. I guess I would just say that I don't think GW hates us. And I'm very happy for anyone that got a paycheck out of this. Um, honestly, I just think that it's just an optic problem rather than like a actual problem with GW paying people who make fan content that keep their fandom alive. Um, yeah, 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 I agree. I, it makes me anxious, to be completely honest. Like, not, not gonna lie, it does make me a bit anxious. And the, illogi- the illogical part of my brain, especially in the middle of the night, does kind of tell me like, go check your email, check if Games Workshop has sent the CND. <laughs> <laughs> specifically because of the release, release of Warhammer Plus. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think it's... I, I just think it's kind of weird that they, I, I, like, don't use their YouTube channel that, you know, has gathered quite the following after their, you know, foray into actually being online after their last CEO left. But I am genuinely happy for the creators who uh, got the opportunity to work with Games Workshop directly, though, and uh, like for 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 as much shit I, I that I've thrown like uh, GW, <laughs> I, I do feel this was this was like a good faith attempt at garnering even more fan support. But a lot of people do not actually know that Games Workshop of the 2010s and the one that the, the one that's you know sent around C and Bs to fan creators and made themselves infamous for being very anti-fan in general have essentially been replaced by modern games workshop who are yes not like that (laughs) and i I think games workshop wants wants to show that it actually supports fan works now by doing them the greatest honor of actually giving them a chance to work for them because i feel like a lot of people including myself i remember actually saying this on twitter once why don't they make a start is just official it's so good but and then they went and did it you know and now the uh, the optics issue has cropped up as a result and like i feel like it was a good faith attempt but that it has kind of failed in many ways so the, the issue is here that due to the fact that people do not know 
that there is a difference between old Games Workshop and new Games Workshop. And, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm generalizing here. I, I'm sure that a lot of people know the difference. It's just that it's easy to get swept in on the bandwagon when someone is being negative about a company for often justified reasons. But this particular one is just, you know, the company has a history. People learn of its history and assume that the company is still like that, of course. It's, uh, I, I, it's natural, I, I think. <laughs> But due to the fact that people do not know this difference, people think this is actually just a cynical attempt at raiding the fandom of creators and getting full creative control like grabbing all the revenue. So this has just become a lose-lose situation. Like even if Games Workshop doesn't meddle in the least in the creation process of the future projects, fans are going to project their pre-established bias towards Games Workshop and see everything bad in it anyway and immediately assume that it was Games Workshop and that a Games Workshop has ruined this project because they will meddle in it. Like I'm sure that even if the new Astartes uh, project that they're working on is amazing and great and grim and, and ponders deep questions regarding the nature of space marines in ways we have not seen in years, I still think that uh, a lot of fans will not be convinced due to the bad taste they already had in their mouth. And Warhammer Plus <laughs> doesn't help this at yeah. all. Now it truly looks like a cynical cash grab. Like I, I, I feel like a subscription service for Warhammer stuff is a few years off. Like it, are, are companies still doing this? I, I thought they gave up on it like a few years back because they realized that it wasn't very lucrative. I, I, I thought at least. I, like, I feel like a lot of subscription services have just closed down because it, it wasn't like, a good move or am i wrong like does anyone no know? no you're you're not right i mean there's there's a ton popping up now and i think to mixed successes and we've seen a lot of them fail one yeah. one by the way what you're talking about is the official 40 cray podcast line as well both that hey let's let's try to be open-minded because it's not like this is a faceless corporation it is there's different people and different business units trying to do the best they can. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But, but also like, yeah, we were thrilled when they picked up Astartes and uh, Exodite, you know, because it's, it's kind of yeah. like saying, yeah, be part of us. Like, let's do it together. I, I think what we saw in, in Alpha Buse and Speaker, I'm curious if you guys think this with Warhammer Plus is it just felt like a missed opportunity to get more mainstream attention. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, they could have just gotten like a deal on Netflix, right? Potentially. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming that's pretty easy. They just like email somebody like, oh, yeah, yeah, throw it up. Yeah, I, maybe. I, I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can only assume that, you know, like making a subscription service for a uh, 40K stuff. I mean, it, it is exciting in its own way. I, I think that it, it does make sense for some degree. I think it might be a little bit out of touch. It does have a substantial chance, I think, of kind of just like bungling, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly how much stuff they have, really. Yeah. Are um, they going to release ebooks and audiobooks? Yeah, like, or... like, yeah, like right, if it was right. like a thing, like a, uh, I don't want to say WWE Network because we talk too much about wrestling, but if it was like a thing <laughs> where it's like you could get like you know like audiobooks and shit for Black Library with that same subscription service, that could draw in people certainly, yeah. or like yeah. codexes with it, like that would oh be really. That, that's idea. a great point. That's a great um, idea. That, you know. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. I think that the big like fuck up on GW's part with this though is not so much in trying out a subscription service. I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing to make it different from other ones just yet. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Is it going to be part of a larger one already? Is it not? I don't know. 
But um, what I just think that their fuck up was is just like taking like so covetous like a control over those things because I think that just led to a situation to where this thing that should be really exciting and honestly is because like the idea of official GW animations like that's the thing that we were all clamoring for I remember Absolutely. I watched that old terrible shitty Ultramarines movie a little while ago <laughs> yeah, that, I, like, I, own, I own it I own yeah it. I, I was watching movie. I was watching like oatmeal people walk through the desert like, a few days ago <laughs> like like people people have been wanting you know like Warhammer animations I think it's a fantastic idea and you know while I would love to you know GW write us a check you know how it is like I get it we're like a weird comedy series we kind of were doing our own thing whatever i'm very happy for these creators but i do think that um honestly the only fuck up at this stage that i think i can say is just that they shouldn't have been so hard on cracking down on the youtube channels because like mm. mick gordon makes music for doom or he did yeah whatever he made music for doom but if you go on his youtube channel he'll post that music there or he'll post like how how i made it right so by taking down like incomplete products or even like, you know, what a, what a creator can put out for themselves. I, I think that if you want to make it to where it's not released on YouTube, totally, totally. I understand that. I think putting a Stardis behind that wall is not a wise idea. And I think that, I think that this is salvageable and potentially something that is really cool. They just need to do something to like, not make people think that they're like evil because there are people that will poo poo. People are very passionately about Warhammer. I'm very passionate about Warhammer. I spent like an hour yelling about Warhammer and about how much I hate it because I love it so much. You know, that's how, how it gets when you really love something. And so I think that like, they, they have the tools to make this really wonderful. They have the tools to kind of get with the fandom and be like, okay, look, doing it this way, whatever. But I, I worry that if things continue on its present track, the fans are going to be so kind of like, outraged and angry and discontent that this entire potentially incredibly cool unique project could flounder you know are like because like are the animations going to all be like fantastic astartes quality i don't know and like i don't know what expectation we can go into them are they going to have like six shows or 60 shows i don't know uh we, we don't know enough about warhammer plus to know what it is but what it could be is exciting and I, I, uh, I just want GW to maybe, I, I've, I've restated this six hundred times, but just be, GW just needs to do some damage control and let people post like, we're working on this progresses on YouTube. And I think it'd be fine. And release codexes on and, Warhammer Plus. Yes, and release codexes on Warhammer Plus and yes, yeah, pay us $6 million please. to make uh, a new Envo web series, Envo's text-to-speech, because he's dead. What? Hologram, hologram. What, the Do it. what are you talking about? Our new Necro Necromundus series. Uh, Pay us millions uh, dollars, make new. Oh uh, yes. No, if, if people if if they were for whatever reason asked us to do anything, which I don't think will happen, uh okay, if they have to remove my YouTube channel, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> that'd be bad. Yeah, I think in my opinion. Yeah, we'd have um, to really, we'd have to really think about what we do with that, honestly. But mm -hmm. I, I guess uh, it depends specifically what they would want. Yeah, I, I think immediately if if the channel was removed, but mm -hmm. we got an opportunity to do an original series for Warhammer Plus, I think people would hate it. Like no matter what, even if we, even if we got full creative control, <laughs> and we were allowed allowed to do 
whatever we wanted, even if we were allowed to say the the, the fuck word. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I think once. I, I think I actually I actually just because I think that if it was clear that we had full creative control, I think we could like sell it to where people would like expect like 40k Rick and Morty and people would be pissed off. Oh but I think God. I think people would oh I think God. I think more oh. people would be excited at the idea that we would get unmitigated uh, creative control over a canon 40k property. I think that would overshadow some of the disconcertion. But uh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, GW, uh, now that we've complained about you for two hours, uh, please give us a job. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm pretty happy where I am. Please. G GW, no, don't kill me. Don't don't kill Alpha Abuse at GW. Don't please, kill it, don't please kill it. tell your assassins to put their guns away and go back to Nottingham. Exactly. Exactly. Guys, final question for us today, and, and again, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to say to the fans or the community or you know the 25 people that uh, listen to this show before we uh, let you go? <laughs> oh. Fuck you. No. Cool. Oh, All right. Well, that's great. <laughs> no, we love you very much. Uh, I uh, I love the Warhammer community. I love. I'm I'm very thankful and privileged to kind of be in this place to be able to be making the Warhammer stuff. I'm glad you guys laugh at my funny hahas. I'm glad you guys watch Warhams and whatever else and and yeah. and, and kind of make like because no matter how angry and how nuclear you might be over whatever the latest lore change is or honestly even how angry and nuclear i can be over the latest like gameplay change or whatever eldar, this yeah. this hobby yeah the latest eldar nerf or whatever happened i don't know <laughs> this hobby is 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 very it is it is it is very unique it is very i think welcoming and unique in that power that it has to be sort of able to kind of craft your own sort of anything within it, even if things are shit. Like, even if like your codex sucks, you play Gene Steeler cults and you're super Hello? invested in I'm the sensei. Sorry? Oh yeah, Gene Steeler cults are low to you. Uh, ah. Yeah, so, so yeah, like you play like Gene Steeler cults and you're based around like lore that no longer exists or is actively like contradicted or whatever. And your paints are all discontinued old Citadel lines and, and all this other stuff. Or you played Elysium oh, drop God. troops or whatever. There's, there's still like, there's still enough there to where I think that 40K is is the, this community that we have is like able to still encapsulate that and able to still create like a really fucking badass positive space and uh, I don't think there's many other communities like that so I'm very thankful to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, this is the the last part of our show. I didn't prep you for this, but as we we run the closing music every time, we just spatter off whatever catchphrases, mottos, or slogans we remember from our youth or things that make us happy. So we'll, we'll begin here and uh, we'll invite you guys to say whatever comes to mind. Of course, the, the first one we always say is, hey guys, don't forget to mash that like and subscribe button. Oh, of course. Yeah. Don't forget to. Absolutely. Don't forget to like the, like the video, subscribe to the video and follow me on Patreon. In addition, uh, be sure to just uh, smack that um, uh, dislike button. Uh, unfollow me. Oh, uh, no, wait. Add, add it to your favorites. Unadd well, do it, do it that to, to him. Your, add it to your favorites. <laughs> but uh, put it away and you're, get it out of your favorites. Show no. it to your friends. Kill your friends. But, Bring the bodies in an unmarked car. Uh, but, uh, drive it off in the desert. Now you need but, to make sure that you have enough um, of a volatile chemicals to be able to dispose of this. Now, how are you going to cover up the paper trail? Right? Uh, Anyone sees you, they're part of the project. Now you have to bring them. Oh home. boy! So how you got to get your network in? Uh -huh. Hire a cleaner. And um, once you've done with that, so then you can follow my. <laughs> 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 <la
That was good. Uh, I am terrified now that I'm on an FBI watch list. Come on, man. I'm a, dark, yeah, I'm a dark Eldar player. You have to expect on go, go. Well, <laughs> you just go twirl your mustache. I will, I will. Do <laughs> you guys have any other favorite, like, uh, lines from when you were a kid? I know, Tom, your favorite's always. Okay. Of course, there's also, you're going to fabulous Wait. North of Iron to Mexico. Space camp. Snooping as usual, I see. This isn't fair. Oh, yeah, no, say crazy Swedish things, bro. Yeah, say some yeah. stuff in sweet. yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh wait, I'm gonna quote the uh, the most horrifying part of any Swedish child's uh, oh boy. childhood. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Holy shit! What, what is that a reference? I gotta know what that's a reference to. It's a horrible, horrible intro for one of the most beloved children's shows uh, of of all in in all Swedish history called Emil Ilanebaria. Which is a show about a small child who is kind of a rapscallion. He runs around in Sweden, and this child has a father who screams his name in the intro because he has broken something or whatever. And he screams like that. And it's horrifying. I remember getting like legitimately like scared fight or flight reflex in my body and running away and hiding behind a corner and i am i am 100 certain that a lot of people share this experience because they have seen the youtube comments on that particular intro video <laughs> there, there you go viewers now you know exactly what alpha abuse is most afraid of so when you're commenting on uh, their all their awesome work whether it's warhams the emperor's podcast Text to speech or any of the other stuff. You can just read. What is what is it? What does he say without it screaming? Eibel? Oh no, Emil. Just, Emil. Just the name of the child. Emil. Does he yell yell names of Emil. children at him? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that that will set the fear of God in my bones and have me cower and release. <laughs> so that's me. so that's what Games Workshop should do if they're trying to close you down. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They should just send you in a threatening in a threatening email. All right.